thank you for tuning in to Black Women Are Scary, the podcast that celebrates people of color writing in horror. Our guest today is Catherine Hoist, horror movie reviewer and lover of spooky stories. Our featured flash fiction are drabbles by Catherine and myself, inspired by this month's episode. So let's lean in and listen to some new scary stories. farming or some kind of farming you gotta do ice camping like you just gotta cover all the bases because you're like all Mm -hmm. that might happen in one week i don't even know what to do with when it floods like other than just especially here yeah other than run to higher ground and then Mm -hmm. last year i think it was yes it was last year um there were tornadoes in pennsylvania and like southern new jersey (gasps) No. Yeah. And <laughs> nobody knew what to do. So people's houses were just wrecked. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm so amazed that nobody was like severely hurt because it's like there's no reason for them yeah. to know what the, what to do. Uh, except for the fact that I think they all saw the Wizard of Oz. So like literally <laughs> 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 they're like, so we ran to the basement. Uh but yeah, like in a place where, you know, no one thought they were gonna ever have to ever see a tornado. No. No, it happened. So. I tornadoes are not for me. I don't think I could ever live anywhere with tornadoes. Mm-hmm. I got earthquakes over here. That's mm-hmm. about it. <laughs> what do you do in an earthquake? What's the protocol? You know, it's changed over the years because it used to be like go stand in a door jam because yeah. a door jam's like the most structured place of the building. So, mm-hmm. or find a place where you're against a wall so that anything that falls any debris will like create like a triangle space for you to sit in okay but i mean if there's complete infrastructure failure anything like that from like the big one which we always talk about then there's a whole mess of other problems to get through but most of our buildings now they're Mm -hmm. all like earthquake buildings what does that mean? So they though? just like are they just they like sway with the yeah they're oh. reinforced and they like actually sway instead of um like toppling just because we've had so many earthquakes. Oh, that's and interesting. I wonder, how one. do you build a building that sways? Dude, I like no that's amazing to me. Civil like, engineers. <laughs> like who's like I need for this building to like rock it a little bit. Like yeah. <laughs> like I need for it to like shake its butt when it's time. So, yeah, yeah the building's gonna have a great time <laughs> yeah like that's kind of amazing and the first thing that comes to mind is bamboo like is it just all yeah. bamboo that would probably have been maybe <laughs> smarter <laughs> i'm sure that's not what's happening but <laughs> no. yeah. but that's what i have decided is the best so now you need to take a bamboo structure course <laughs> so in the apocalypse you know how to build your super flexible building <laughs> oh my god or just like a super flexible lean to or something i think i need water (laughs) tablets so i can figure out how to clean water yeah just trying to figure out like i'm trying to be as resourceful as i possibly can (laughs) yeah because we have those filtered water bottles but those are only going to last us for so long i know and they're so and we should not even do that because the plastic is unbelievable dude right yeah we'll have to go full water world and just like have a really intricate system for our urine well i know that there's people who like can make things out of those plastic bottles and they do like they make whole rafts 
So you could use the plastic. We could like use the plastic to build it. We could use it to build buildings that sway, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Between bamboo and plastic that will never go away. <laughs> In a flood, maybe that's really great because then the whole thing could just like, you could just, I don't know, like unhook something at the bottom and then the whole building can just float. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to have the plastic island out in the pacific ocean slowly drift oh over to us that also will be the new continents <laughs> oh my gosh oh wow yeah anyway yeah. so it's march happy women's history women's, his women's yeah. history yeah. women's history month women's history month i'm glad we get a whole 31 days it's exciting it is very exciting i mean i'll take a day but a month is better i feel like this story is a really good women's I, and I didn't even think about like oh March is women's history it was more just I was looking at it in like the whole scope of the season but it landed mm -hmm. right when I think it should have like I was like how fortuitous that it is March and we're it's called superhero baby boy <laughs> and yes. it is about you know a woman just kind of it's kind of all of the things that we're talking about right like she's just this woman she's she's a mother she's trying to raise yes. this like half alien child and there's a yeah. war of the worlds happening and all of that feels like really relevant right now it really does it's either climate change or an alien invasion or the comet don't look up <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just everything that's happening right now with us, you know, forging ahead into another war and mm -hmm. and still kind of on the heels. Threats. Yeah, and then still in the heels of a pandemic. Um, it feels yeah. apt that, you know, she's she's living in a world that's been taken over, that has radically changed, and she's like out in the wilderness as we were just talking about. <laughs> right. And what survive. else is crazy is, you know, when you're in that state and there's aliens attacking, that the thing that might not even be your demise, like the aliens might not even be part of your demi demise, it's just living in the wilderness. Living in the wilderness, and also she seems to be so worried about other people you know she's worried about humans which feels apt that mm -hmm. you have this you know krava we don't even know what they look like but we understand that they're you have these like intergalactic colonizers who have mm -hmm. chased down another group right so mm -hmm. like is this is what i think is so interesting is like do the dwen are really refugees yeah. They like escaped persecution from their planet and have like infiltrated ours, but yeah. only to not even to do anything other than just to live peacefully. Yes. Like they yeah. just, they're in exile in a way. So they're hiding yeah. in plain sight. Then these Krava people or beings come and they do the same thing to our world and to us. And you would think that we would join forces, but that doesn't seem to be what's happened. Yeah, or we don't know. We don't know, but they also don't seem to be like, have they? I don't, I feel, I feel like the Dwen didn't tell anybody anything. Well, because uh, what we do know is that Jamal did go back to try to help fight. And I assume that that meant sort of an alliance with the humans, but, but we don't know. Yeah, we don't, it's not, it's unclear. It never mm -hmm, says that it's mm -hmm. an alliance. I thought it was too, but then she's like in this wilderness and I get the impression that she's like in it with other people. Like it's other resistance folks that are out there mm -hmm. and nobody right. knows. 
Like she seems to be very keen on hiding the identity of, you know, the father's child and that this child is half twin. Yes. So it seems as though an alliance hasn't necessarily like if it if it has, it's only in specific places, but it's not like a global thing. Isn't that sort of the fog of war type of situation where like there could be resistance forming, but you would have no idea and you're just sort of isolated and going from camp to camp trying Mm -hmm. to get information since the whole social media structure was brought down in this story. There's no intercommunication. She's pretty isolated. Yeah, so in her camp, it's not like, I mean, she doesn't feel like she can come out and say, Mm -hmm. you know, anything. So she's also covering. And I think that that's such an interesting dynamic to put in in an invasion story because there's like a, it's like the story is, (laughs) the invasion is almost happening in the background. (laughs) Right? And the story is really like, how do I make sure that nobody <laughs> finds out what he is mm-hmm. long enough for him to grow up? <laughs> right? Flash. Yeah, because you have no idea how humans are going to react to that. Yeah. So like, I just need for him to be big enough to defend himself slash how do I get through the woods? <laughs> <laughs> yeah imminent danger and then future danger yeah like there's also just the real like i'm in the woods it's cold uh and there's wolves (laughs) right yeah the layers of uh colonization the like huge big meta effect of being colonized and then the like micro effect of just trying to get through the day with like everyday threats yeah yeah that's really brilliant you know, it because then it, it makes the story feel, I mean, I know that it's kind of this like fantastical sci-fi kind of thing, mm-hmm. but it does, it feels like super normal. <laughs> it does only, I mean, for me, just like with everything recent, it was very easy to relate to that experience as far as understanding existential threat. Mm. But then just showing up every day and just doing the things you have to do throughout the day, you know, for us, it's like, go to work, record a podcast while like <laughs> there's this crazy shit going on. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So she's just like, I had to probably, I'm assuming she went to go get supplies or something. And then she's mm-hmm. like, I don't want to go around. I'm gonna cut through this thing. I haven't seen any wolves. It's fine. And then, of course, you know, that's what ends up happening. And so it's just like, yeah, because you're out in the wilderness, you're in the elements, and mm-hmm. they need to eat too. And there you are with your yummy baby. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, and a for finite some reason, amount no. of bullets. Yeah, yeah. The finite amount of bullets was pretty heart pounding. And uh, for some reason, because the story was so fantastical, I was like, are these wolves real wolves? Or are these wolves like, also Special. extraterrestrial yeah like what's gonna go on with these wolves you know but you don't know and that doesn't change the effect of how frightening it is it just well i think one of them wonder. was like half wasn't he like he had like glowing some... eyes or something yeah he was like a hybrid right I thought. Yeah. yeah so i mean now we're in the you know in a world where this can happen right and I also love that it but it had real like it had so many grounded elements like running out of bullets <laughs> Well, and the snow, which I love the way that it was 
the snow was coming and you have to get through it. So there was this pacing that was very immediate, like got to get through the snow and then the snow starts falling harder and the snow starts falling harder. Mm -hmm. And that only complicates the situation, especially because when you're in snow, everything's so like quiet and can be so tense. Yeah. Yeah. I also like the part where she like jumps up and down and yells. And again, like somebody, she's like, this is a woman who lives out in the wilderness. She's like, I'm going to make myself like loud and big and just like too, it's just too much trouble than more trouble than I'm worth. So that these uh, predators are like, eh, never mind. Oh yeah. And that reminds you too, because she's a a blurred. So she's got all this like video game knowledge too, to bring to the surface. Yeah, I really dig, you know, the sound design in this way. Like Gabe was, I just remember us talking about it and she's like, I want to add these sounds where she's, you know, borrow from like video game sounds because it's, it's, she goes into that mode and that's how she understands, or that's the filter through which she uses for survival. Yeah. And that felt, that made me feel like I knew her. Yep. Definitely connecting. And yeah. great sound. <laughs> yeah, great sound. Like, sonically, which is also fun. But it yeah. it made me think, like, oh, yeah, like, you play a bunch of video games, then you would apply some of that logic, and some of that logic would work. Because, you know, those are, you know, those people are, I, people who work in that industry and who work on those games are excellent storytellers. So, of course, you know, some of that is research. It's like, <laughs> you probably, yeah. I didn't even question the logic of it when she started jumping up and down and yelling. I was like, that seems right. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah, all of us nerds all read like fantasy novels and different stuff where people are in danger with animals. Well, yeah, what is it? Like with bears, you're supposed to just lay, do nothing. It's like the opposite. Yeah. yeah. Because they're huge. So if you're like, ah, then they're like, ah. <laughs> they're still bigger. But you can't be bigger within a wolf usually or louder. Yeah, I think like the, it's like the bigness and the loud sounds, right? So, like, if yeah. you had a gun, you could just, like, sh- shoot it up in the air, and the wolves, the pack of wolves would just be like, ugh, too much. I know, but, man, yeah, and that was also disheartening, because it's like, could try it out, shoot one bullet, and then it would all be done, but then you'd be down one more bullet. Yeah, yeah, you gotta think about these things. You gotta think about these things. Um, very quick thinker in the moment. That's also that video game thinking. Yeah, she was. Uh, I, I got the impression from that that she she's been out there for a minute Mm-hmm. that's true there was no there was no like explicitly told timeline but it did seem like she had a routine within this environment yeah absolutely and i wondered about what this baby looked like me too especially what it was doing while the force field was going on yeah, like, was it glowing mm-hmm. or something hmm. Something emanating for its, from its forehead? I don't know. <laughs> I, just <laughs> right. to, I just, like, does something open up? Does it have, like, another eye? Like, I mean, I think I got the impression that um, the baby looks, passes for human. Definitely. She seemed to be surprised. I mean, it was a surprise. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert, everybody, but whatever this this episode is right. for a minute by the time you're hearing this. So, <laughs> um, she seems to be, yeah, she seems to be surprised that, that her son has any powers. 
at all. Well, I wonder if she even saw uh, Jamal's powers at any point in time because it seemed like as soon as shit went down, he was gone. Yeah. I also I have, I have questions about like their relationship because it's mm-hmm. like she didn't even really know. And didn't mm-hmm. he have to do something to prove it? Like, didn't he float or something? I can't, if I'm remembering this correctly, like mm-hmm. he did something to be like, no, 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 really, I'm an alien. Look, let me show yeah. you. And so yeah. that was like the extent of what she seems to know about what he can do. Mm-hmm. And it was just to prove that he was who he said he was. Right. So Jamal was having this whole deep relationship with somebody, falling in love and all that. And also just like lying. (laughs) Yeah, which is so wild to think about because you think like the closeness of telling your truth to somebody is what makes Mm. a relationship so strong. But that's got to be pretty heartbreaking for her. So yeah, she like, he doesn't let her in on this thing. And Mm -hmm. I wonder about the decision not to. And that him mm-hmm. deciding to seem to be when the invasion was happening. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's just like, well, if they had never come to invade, what was the plan? Secret forever, I guess. Yeah. Doesn't it kind of seem like that was what he was going to do? And then it's like, mm-hmm. what if you guys had like fallen in love and gotten married and had kids? Like you would have had to say something. Yeah. Or like maybe your baby's forms of force shield. Like how do you explain that? <laughs> yeah. You know, like. It's almost kind of like how fortuitous that this other thing came and invaded. So then she already understands that, you know, there is such a thing as extraterrestrials. And so she just has to understand that there's different kinds. But in some ways, the Krava did a lot of the work for you, Jamal. (laughs) Right. Or like, what if it wound up being like an X-Men type universe where we're just accepting that mutant started happening? Mm -hmm. Not from any particular place or something like that. Maybe. I mean, that would be pretty wild in reality, but. Yeah, it seemed like it was just sort of like regular life, like how it is now. And then Mm -hmm. a huge interruption. And then a series of revelations, (laughs) (laughs) which, again, I identified with. (laughs) For sure. I was like, yeah, that's that's how it is. That's exactly how you get. (laughs) Yeah, this is how you get receive the news (laughs) something terrible happens and then someone's like oh by the way here's like five other things that you need to know (laughs) well i was excited to see that was alicia mccullough's story because i remember the last story she had on the podcast also had a very complicated relationship in it too yeah which is the last vampire huntress yeah that's so true you're right about that that she um that that was also like the love interest was also the enemy and she had to sort of make this decision to claim this birthright that she was not excited about right yeah so i sense this like sense of betrayal from people who think that they're more powerful or you know can keep secrets yeah there's there's a thread of secrecy and then there also Mm -hmm. seems to be just a a complicated mm-hmm. um, set of emotions, I should say, with otherness, mm-hmm. right? So in both these, in both The Last Vampire Huntress and this one, you know, you have somebody who's other in some way. And that yeah. is both a gift and a responsibility that they 
are reluctant about. You know, the pregnancy wasn't planned. Uh, mm -hmm. She, <laughs> and then, and also, then there was just the whole, like, pack your bags <laughs> Oh, aspect. which is just a nightmare in itself. I could, when that was going on, I was like, I don't know what I would do. Cause in my head, I was like, oh, sure. Somebody's telling me get up out of bed. And it's like, in reality, if somebody busted into my door and was like, we got to go now, I'd be like, huh? What? Yeah, You know, I would not respond quickly. yeah, yeah, just the whole pack up your whole life. And then it's not even like he went with her, Yeah. right? It was like, pack up your whole life. Uh, a friend of mine is going to do this, blah, blah, blah. You'll be safe. Um, and I'll get there when I get there after also just like breaking her world. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't even know that he, that she's pregnant. She doesn't even know yet. Like, he died not even knowing that there's a child. Mm -hmm. Wild. It is wild. It is wild to think. So then there's this whole, like, war, right? Of just, like, and then the guy goes off to fight and doesn't come home. Um, there's this, like, being left behind and what do you do? It all feels a little Sarah Connor to me. <laughs> like, I totally am, like, this boy is destined to bring about the end of this conflict. <laughs> But Yeah. that's if this were to continue, that's where this is going. Yeah, I could see like the montage growing up, learning how to deal with the powers and seeing if there was anyone else that was like half alien, half human. Yeah, oh, he can't be the only one. There's gotta be For a whole sure. lot of hybrid kids. Come on, if they had I like know. escaped to Earth and they were just living amongst us, Right. how many other people were in the same situation? Yeah, Right? that's why I really like this story, too, because it just felt like we were getting just this snip of something that was much more bigger and fleshed out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think this is just a short story, but it would be like worth asking her when I speak to her. Like, is there Yeah. more to this? Is there a whole universe? Is this the beginning of an entire world? Um, Yeah. because we could, we could go on. Like, <laughs> we're excited. Well, because she did bring up one time, she brought up that the um, Krava came down and then immediately like enslaved the human race to mine and subway systems. And I was thinking to myself, like, what are they mining? Yeah, what are the resources? <laughs> I kind what of are like they glossed looking over for? that because I'm just kind of like, of course, people come and invade because they want resources and we must have something that they want. Of But course. I didn't even really think like, is it water? Is it like, what is it that they didn't have on the planet that they took over Yeah. from the Dwen, right? Right, right. And was the entire purpose of invading for resources or was it also, you know, we are all powerful and we want to dominate the species as well? I mean, it's so funny that you asked that because I thought it was really just that they were chasing the Dwen. Oh, the, um, the Dwen that left. Yeah, but Mm-hmm. I didn't even consider that maybe the fact that they landed on Earth was coincidental. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> but also I could totally see that that would be the case too. I guess if you really want to chase after them and make sure they come home or for some reason. Yeah, I mean, it, it seemed as though they had been oppressed there and they all fled. And so I thought this is like their enemies coming after them. And then they were like, oh, look at this planet you've, you've made. This is this planet is great. We'll take this one, too. Ha ha. Like, that's what I for some reason what I thought. But I didn't even realize like, oh, it could have just been. They didn't even care. Those people left. They took the planet. They used up that planet and they were just.
you know, out yeah, in the outer space nice. looking for another really good planet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're like, what's an Earth seems cool. And I guess it would make that. sense him keeping it a secret if he was trying to hide from them trying to find him. Or if there's like this collective, we're refugees keeping a secret so that we don't get found out. Yeah, it's like witness protection. <laughs> it's like intergalactic witness protection. I was protection. like, I'm so sorry you wound up on Earth. <laughs> I know. And then, and then it makes you wonder, like, why Earth? Um, how'd they come here? Like, are they even happy here? Or is it just like, well, this is good enough. We can't afford to be out. We can't afford to be out there like that or they will find us. So yeah, I wonder then if our planet does have something that was able to help them hide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there is no, you know, again, the the invasion is something that's happening in the background of all of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we should ask her, like, how did yeah. they even, how did the Krava even come to find Earth? Were they looking for the Dwen? Were they just looking for like, I don't know, grass or something? <laughs> like, right. what are they what mining? <laughs> yeah. They're just looking for oil like everybody else. Like, I don't know. Right? <laughs> like, sorry, already took care of that for you guys. <laughs> and then and then they're like, oh, these guys are here. Look at that. Uh, we didn't even know. And it right. says, like, we enslaved the human race. So then it's like, so then did you even know? Do you even know the Dwen are here? Right. Yeah. Huh. I wasn't thinking. Yeah, maybe they don't even know. <laughs> That's why I feel like it's such a good snip because it seems to exist in this very, very real space where there are answers. If the story felt very confident in there being the answers have already been answered that we have, we just haven't learned that part of the story yet. Yeah, right. We just haven't gotten to that chapter. But this is Yeah, I'm curious to see how where it came from. (laughs) Yeah. But this will all make sense in the end, is the is the feeling. Um it's so funny. So this makes me think of the Drabble, which mm. uh, mine is, I can't seem to do 100 words. I don't know how people do this. I don't know either, because I also like, tried. Yeah. How how long is yours? Mine is 148. 148? Oh, you're so good. I got mine close. Mine is like 430. But... <laughs> nice. nice. I can't, which is better than the last one, which was like five and some change. Um, <laughs> well because you get into all the details and all the juicy language and it's hard to just give that up you know yeah I just don't even understand like I'm like well four is good I'm trying to like it's like I'm getting like better at it and it's like maybe the next one will be three and the one after that will be two and I'll finally figure yeah. out how to do 100 it's just like unbelievable so yes please do please do share your Ooh. travel gentle Ooh. listeners we've um oh my god I didn't even say who you are <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Catherine. <laughs> I just realized I didn't, people were just like talking and like I didn't even say who I'm talking. I mean, I'm going to say it like in the intro. Yeah. But yeah. And, and things and like in the credits. But still, yes, everyone, this For is sure. Catherine. And yeah. just briefly before we get into this, because yeah. why are we, why did we write, why did I write Drivels with Catherine? It's because she is a writer and you do, can you yeah. speak a little bit about your reviews, um, the ghost reviews? I love them. Yes. So I uh, made an Instagram handle, go, 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 ghosts, like the Scooby-Doo. Yes. And uh, I made a review channel because I felt like there was so much horror on Netflix that was just (laughs) totally untouched. (laughs) And a lot of international horror too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I gave myself, it was a pandemic. I wasn't able to work. 
uh, it was something I could do every day. So for 60 days in September, October, I added all the Netflix horror movies to my queue. And then I would just like Russian roulette pick a movie and review it. Whoa. So I wound up reviewing really terrible movies, but also really awesome movies that I would have never watched. Mm. And it was fun because people would come out of the woodwork and be like, oh, you saw that weird movie? I saw it too. It was really cool. So it was a lot of fun and got me through a really hard time. <laughs> <laughs> and and now do you, are you still, you're still doing reviews? I stopped doing reviews last year because I went back to my day job as a hair stylist mm -hmm. um but i'm gonna be picking it back up and i'm gonna pick it up with bronze the boy too which i know you know <laughs> about the boy <laughs> oh my gosh hilarious oh my gosh movie. okay like just let's just take a beat the boy <laughs> is one of my favorite <laughs> <laughs> so weird. is one of my favorite movies because it's yeah. just there's okay so it's not good you guys <laughs> it's not good <laughs> be prepared <laughs> just be prepared it's not good but there is a moment in that film mm -hmm. where it might have just been a work of genius and in that <laughs> moment and the, there's just it's just like it's a scene that's so short and it's before <laughs> everything just flips and yeah. and i'm like I am so excited. I think of it so fondly and sweetly because I'm like that up until that point, the movie was like this for me. And then it takes this mm -hmm. dive, but up until this point, and it's the one, it's the part where she's like, this doll is alive mm -hmm. and Convinced. magic is real. Yes. And she tells it to this dude and he's like, I think you're crazy. And she's like, I can prove it. That's how like confident she is. And I feel like you in usually this trope is like, it's alive. Everybody's like, no, it's not. Yeah. And then, you know, some, a bunch of craziness happens. And then everybody else is like, you were right. It's alive. Mm -hmm. Right. Like that's how it goes after like a bunch of people died or something. Right. Yeah. And what I loved about this is that she's like, I can prove it. And then the doll does some creepy thing. And instead of being terrified as one would be, <laughs> right? As one, like, I'm just like, if, if that had been me, I'd be like, we need to get out of this house. <laughs> that, yeah. that doll is demonic. Like, that's not supposed to happen. I love that they, like, just for a moment, they just embrace wonder and magic, the mm -hmm. both of them. And he's like, oh, my God, it's alive. Yeah. And they're happy. They're like, yeah. I love that they celebrate. They're just because it's yeah. like the afterlife. The relief is, of confirmation. Yeah, it's like magic is real. The afterlife is real. It is the spirit of this child. We live on. Mm -hmm. Like God is real. Like they just like they do. They, they did all the math. Yeah. They're like, if this is happening, then that means all this other stuff that is meant to just be superstition is not. Mm -hmm. And we live in that kind of world. And that's great, actually. And it's like a happy thing and they like feed him and they put him to bed and they're like his parents now and then they go to bed and they're like gonna do it and everything and it's like we're just gonna be this happy family with this enchanted doll <laughs> and i was like this is not what i thought was gonna happen and i and that movie if they had just like kept on with that logic mm -hmm. i think that movie would have been really interesting right 
but instead it derails <laughs> but instead it, that's like it's not what happens at all but, but like <laughs> right up until that point i was like i've never seen anything like this before and this is not what i thought this movie was gonna be and i really want to know a totally happen. different place yeah, yeah it was really funny to watch <laughs> and then it just and then it just wasn't <laughs> and then i was like <laughs> what is that <laughs> right <laughs> then it was just hilarious and i i think it's amazing that they made a sequel um so they did and i don't know why and i need to find out so yeah, that's my return review <laughs> i uh i do want to ask though like what is a movie where you were like here's a little gem and and then conversely, what is a movie you're like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life? Oh, man. You know what was really good was Sweetheart. Yeah. Did you watch Sweetheart? I did watch Sweetheart. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have watched that necessarily because I was like, oh, you know, like abandoned people on an island. Like, I've seen it. But mm. it was so good. And she was so good. And the character design was awesome. And I think it was J.D. Diller that, like, produced it. Or he, I think he directed it. Mm. But, um... I just loved how tenacious she was and uh, the, the monster design and how the monsters like almost seems like a little scared of her as much as she is of it. Yeah. It was just really, that was awesome. And then, um, you know, I don't remember the names of the really, really bad ones, but I do remember the forest being really bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. That one where it's like... German the like suicide no no um it, it wasn't i don't think it was german i think it was um man what's her name it was about the suicide forest oh in japan oh um and i forget if she's like a really famous actress but i forget what she is i'll have to go back and look at my stuff but you weren't feeling that one um but anyway that one was rough and there's a few other ones, but I don't remember the name of them. There was one with a wrestler who mm. uh, his wife was in it too. And it was clear that he just wanted to make a bad horror movie. And there was like fight scenes with freeze frames and like, bam, you know, <laughs> written in it. It's like, I can't watch this. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. I, I think it's, I think, you know, there's so much coming out now. I agree with you where horror, there's so much horror available mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all year round. We've done away with it being something that needs to only happen in October. And here oh, yes. we are, you know, like, it's like, there, it, there's a reason to do it for the summer. There's like summertime horror. There's like October fall time horror. There's the stuff for the, like, it's just like, here's horror there's for every whole... moment of the year, you know? Uh, what was it after, no, Into the Dark, that whole Hulu series was like, holiday themed horror movies over the course of the year and they had like an april fool's one and they had a new year's one and yeah i mean people are just you know i think it's a sign of the times that the genre it really is into the mainstream mm -hmm. uh, and is considered you know because it was supposed to it's supposed to be like kind of quirky and culty and like it's not like real art mm -hmm. <laughs> and right. i think and people are I don't know if that's people feel that way about that genre anymore. No, I think that I it's crazy to me that there hasn't been a new category added to awards programs at this point. Yeah, just because it's so good. They just categorize it as comedy or drama. <laughs> yeah, there's not one for horror yet. It's not legitimate. But I mean, there are horror awards, but I'm surprised right. there. I mean, there's the Chainsaw Awards, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm surprised there's not more going on for just for the just genre. those generic 
uh, movie awards shows or movie awards in general. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. So it's not there yet. I still, I think people still are like, oh, but that's not like real filmmaking, but that's, I'm pretty sure that's going to go the way of the Dodo Bird pretty soon, especially mm -hmm. if you consider like Candyman that just, you know, that came out last uh, year yeah. and that mm -hmm. being like quite a serious film. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was like more of an art house horror film. Yeah. And... We're handling like really serious topics with horror now, yeah. which is neat to see because it frames it as a horror, like a feeling that you don't want to feel, but you want to explore because it's relevant to what we're going through. Yes. I think the reason that we are making so much horror and want so much horror is because we are so scared. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And There's a lot going need, on out there. <laughs> we need to process. We need to process it somehow. So yeah. like, please make a thing about it. Um, and I've, yeah, I'm with you where I've seen like a myriad of different stories and different kinds of villains, you know, uh, and heroes now with mm -hmm. having, um, you know, diverse, I hate the word diversity, but a diversity yeah. of voices starting to get their time in the sunlight, mm -hmm. uh, which is obviously... And shockingly, it's getting better. How crazy is that? Yeah, right? <laughs> the, film which is... the film world is getting better. Yeah. Shocking. Like, oh, who would have guessed that one? Uh, which is the whole reason why Black Women Are Scary exists, is just to be like, hey, do you did you hear about these, you know, authors over here? Check them out. You know? Yes. Like and you know... Point. <laughs> not to like drag on forever and ever but i was so so happy when i found this podcast because that was another escape for me during 2020 was finding like horror radio plays mm. and i was looking and looking and i could barely find anything and then black women are scary popped up i don't know how i found it on instagram maybe you commented on something but mm. that i had that and i had radio rental and it like it was just this nice escape and this like well produced with sound effects and you feel like you're there like, I just love that. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I think it's also funny that in the middle of, like, the apocalypse, you were like, you know what? Scary stories. <laughs> I needed it as such an escape for me. I don't know why if it was, like, just digging harder or what it was, but. Well, it's kind of like you get to practice the adrenaline or maybe funnel mm -hmm. some of the adrenaline somewhere. And we have, mm -hmm. you know, typically we like there to be a sort of note of resilience in every, oh, every yeah. story that we're producing. Mm -hmm. um, so that even though it's scary and we are you know, hey, we are trying to scare you. There mm -hmm. is still this uplift in some in some way. Oh uh, yeah, my trouble is not uplifting at all. <laughs> okay, all right. So you go first. <laughs> okay. Mine's a little uplifting. So. <laughs> okay, cool, perfect. You'll come in after me. <laughs> okay. All right, go for it. Okay. up choking. The layer of dirt and filth mixed with mucus and formed a thick sludge, forcing her awake. Shh! An annoyed voice shook out from the dark. She swallowed until it slid down. Rolling over, she scooped a puddle to her mouth. A rattling cough built up and ejected itself out of her throat. With it came a glowing blue pebble. She wiped away the slime until it gl glowed brighter, and she studied it. In a dreamy haze, she realized what it was and shoved it down in her pocket. They would come to collect, 
and they would take her away like they did the others. She tried to remember the time when she wasn't used as a clam to her overlords. Like a reflex, she coughed again, and a piercing light locked on her face in response. With tightly closed eyes, she tried to remember. Whoa. <laughs> so that was inspired by the subway scene. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So she's one of the ones in the mines. And she's coughing mm -hmm. up slime. Is it like this like black take on like black lung? Well, yeah, kind of if we're forced underground and there's like pollution, maybe that cultivates like this resource mm. that the um, Krava wanted to get, but they need humans in order to make it something mm. like that. Yeah. How wonderful. I like this. I was, very in, <laughs> I was very invested in like, what is this thing that she's sick with? <laughs> right. Wait, what Yay, is this sickness. <laughs> What's coming out of her mouth right now? Like, what is she? What, why is it slimy? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I like yeah. gross stuff. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So on the other side. Now, now we're topside. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So. How much longer can we keep this up? I whispered, despite the fact that we were alone and deep in the trees. Indefinitely, Mal replied. Just because they're human doesn't mean they're stupid. I never said that, but what choice do we have? Mal said flatly while continuing to collect firewood. This is the best place for us to hide from the Krava. She had a point. Passing for human with the resistance fighters seems the best solution given the circumstances. And we should just come out. There's plenty of us here with them and we have a common enemy. Once they hear how the Krava oppressed and terrorized us, how we escaped and started a new life on Earth, how the Krava followed us here, she interrupted, and have taken over their planet, doing the same thing to their world that they did to ours, you think you're going to throw us a party? We could finally share our knowledge, our technology with them. If we work together, we could work together. Are you nuts? Humans don't collaborate, not with each other and not with other life forms. Mal's voice took on her usual deep tone that it does when she's angry, a tone that would scare most humans, but I knew it meant I was getting somewhere. They're not all like that, I pushed. Name one, she pushed back. Jan. Here we go again. Her child is Dwen, like us, I cut her off. It was my turn to interrupt. You have no proof. She had me there. She should be on her way back to camp. We can track her. And then what? Mal dropped the wood she was holding in utter frustration, or maybe it was resignation. I knew she was tired of hiding who we were. I knew she wanted to defeat the Krabble once and for all. We tell her the truth, I replied. If her baby is Dwen, she's just as afraid of being discovered as we are. She has no idea how to teach her baby how to hide in plain sight like we do. She'll want help. And if her baby isn't? Mal asked softly. We speak about how working together will be good for the future. It's the only way we can make sure that any of us have a future. It's the only way her baby will have a future. Mal gets quiet. And I know she agrees. She always gets quiet when she agrees to avoid admitting she lost an argument. When do you want to go, Alma? 
she asks. Now. That's it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> An exploration into other people that are still connected to the story. Yeah, well, so was yours. No, but I mean, like, directly, because they knew of her yeah, and her baby. Yeah. I was just wondering, like, what about the other people in this camp? Like, what about, you know? What if many... there was someone else in there that, like, knew about her baby and knew about Jamal? and? Yeah, like, so many things. Like, how big is, how big are we talking here? Because they had to escape in the middle of the night. How far could they have gone? Mm -hmm. They're going to run into people they know. Mm-hmm. Mm. right and now i want my whole world to expand <laughs> so interesting so and then <clears throat> if they're running into people they like if jan is running into somebody she knows and she she already mm -hmm. went out there with somebody that she kind of knew mm -hmm. um who's like a friend of a friend right then how many other dwen are in the city that she was already living in and have evacuated to the exact same place right right like, yeah, so that's and you would be having those conversations like, we sure we want to tell the humans about that because they're usually not pretty nice about that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's like they're not known for their acceptance and tolerance. Like, <laughs> we've been on this planet long enough to know, you know? Yeah. Um, so I just kind of was like, well, what if there were people, you know, there was other Dwen in there and they were like, we know your baby's Dwen. Like they, yeah. like they, they have some kind of sense or whatever, and they're looking at their baby, and they're like, mm -hmm. <laughs> especially a people that decided to live in secrecy for so long. Like, would this be the push that would be like, okay, we're ready to come out and say, you yeah, know. yeah. And I don't know I just kind of love the idea that like, if this was like, <laughs> if we did get continue, and Alicia, mm -hmm. when you listen to this, <laughs> <laughs> please get at me and Catherine because we clearly want to just keep writing in this world and like make this a whole episodic thing. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, you know, like this, the idea that she has this whole moment, there's a story from, you know, her perspective of like, I shot these wolves and then the baby did the force field and oh my gosh. And then I was just imagining like these two people somehow intercepting that like they're tracking her yeah then they see this happen and then like that's the moment after right where she's yes. like we're safe she looks up and there's like two people from the camp and she's like oh no <laughs> it's like dun, dun, dun. did you see that <laughs> and it's like we saw your baby we are doing <laughs> and so begins <laughs> yes but yeah, i was I a like fan yeah but i was a fan of v i don't know if you ever saw the show oh yeah remember this one yeah a long time ago yeah it was just like one ago. season of that right yeah it's like it didn't really i don't know if, no i feel like they defeated we got to see them maybe it was a mini series mm -hmm. yeah it was, it was on abc it had um what's her face from firefly oh no that was it. the remake okay so that's oh. the remake and that one was okay. good too and that was a little super okay. fun but yeah. the original is from the oh, 80s. I didn't see the original. <laughs> the Ooh. original is just like, oh, you might like this. The original, I will. And it's speaking of like watching all the horror on something, Tubi also has like a fun horror collection if you ever want to go down that rabbit hole. And the original yes, 1980s, something, 1980, whatever it is, V is on Tubi. I got to do that for sure. And they get to like great. do the whole thing. So I think it was like, I don't know, it was really small when I saw it. Um, and so maybe it was just kind of a mini series rather than a whole, mm -hmm. like a episodic, you know, rather, I don't know if it was intended to go on much longer. Cause I remember seeing it to its end. Mm -hmm. Like I remember knowing how this thing, this whole thing ends, but it's the same idea of 
aliens coming <clears throat> to our planet and looking like us and sort of mm -hmm. benevolently through benevolence slowly taking over until finally yeah. it's, it, it is revealed that they are not Their true friends. intentions. Yeah, and then there's just a war between but uh, there's a war between the humans and and these creatures in the reboot. Yeah. Just, and, they're, and they're the same as they are in the reboot where they're kind of like lizardy underneath. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I'm so excited. I want to watch this. <laughs> yeah. What a good follow-up. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally in line with... <laughs> yeah, it's totally in line with this thing. Um, but yeah, so because I was such a... I remember that show, like, and I remember watching the reboot. I'm like, yeah, I'm into these kinds of... These narratives, which is why I'm like, I want to continue on in this world. And how would this... How would this keep going? Who else? Who else lives mm -hmm. in, this, it, in this story? It reminded me. I mean, I don't like saying like, "Oh, your story reminded me of this," because it's a totally unique thing. But, but, but stories um, remind us of other things. It's, you know. Yeah, but it's like, uh, did you watch the Eternals? The I have movie? not seen the Eternals. I didn't go see it in the movies, and I have, mm -hmm. and I don't have Disney Plus. Yeah, no, good for you. That's good. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> But there is this moment um, where somebody reveals themselves, like they've been living amongst the humans and then they reveal themselves to not be human. And it's this sort of like, your brain trying to catch up, like this person that I've known for so long is like this eternal being that's just been around mm -hmm. forever and was, um, it was a similar feeling to me, or at least I like went to that trying to like imagine what the experience must have been to find out somebody wasn't who they said they were, and were in fact extraterrestrial. I mean, I would be mad. Yeah, I mean, I would be, I'd understand a little, but then I, but then, because I would wonder, like, if somebody told me they're extraterrestrial, that would raise a lot of questions for me. We'd have a different relationship at that point. <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, first I would be like, I think you're having a, you know, a breakdown, and then right. once that, once they're like, no, no, and then they pull back their skin or they do the whatever. Yeah. Then there's the whole, honestly, like, believing in alien life really isn't, that's not going to be difficult for me. I'm kind of, no. I don't I just think it's impossible. Like, the there universe is, yeah. I mean, it's it's endless. It's mm -hmm. And it's still expanding. Yeah. Our <laughs> like, mere existence kind of proves that there's So I'm just life. like, there's no yeah. way that we're the, in, in the vastness of outer space. Mm -hmm. There's no way that we're the only, you think we're the only planet that's sustained? Yeah. Like, that's, like, so egocentric to even say. They're like, do you think there's intelligent life? I'm like, I hope. If this is as right. good as it gets, this is sad. <laughs> like, right. like, no, I hope. Um, please let there be. You know, yes. uh, I like to think that there's intelligent life and they're avoiding us. And that we're like, you know, that, do you remember that song that's that came cool. out in 2020, Earth is a Ghetto? I'm like, maybe that's what it is. People like avoid, like we're like a flyover state. Like, other oh, people. we don't go there. <laughs> yeah, people are like, Ugh, don't go over to the Milky Way. No, the Earth is there. Ugh. <laughs> well, yeah, that plays into too with people think that like aliens came down to build pyramids and all that kind of stuff. It's like, um, no, they came and they were like, I'm good. Yeah, no, I don't think <laughs> they did out. that stuff. But, no. um, <laughs> Yeah, no, if somebody was like, I'm an alien, and then they could prove it, uh, my issue would just be the amount of lying. Yeah. But like, I would kind of understand that amount of lying, just because that's a big one. Uh, yeah, but, you know, it's like, you know me. You should have known. I would be a little hurt. <laughs> yeah. 
understandable. Say, I'd be mm-hmm. I'd be mad for a minute, you know, yeah. and it mostly hurt. I'd just be like, you didn't yeah. think that you thought I was gonna you like? You didn't think I could handle this? You didn't think I'd be your Elliot? Person? Like, come on. <laughs> right. I know exactly. What kind of person do you think I am? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm Elliot. I'm Elliot. Like, I don't understand why you. <laughs> no, I'm not. I... I'm gonna help you phone home if you want to. And then my Aww. next question would be like, what are you doing here for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Let's I don't know if you're out. watching Resident Alien. Mm-mm, I'm not. It's super fun. And a okay. shout out to Fire. Speaking of like people who are in sci-fi things that were on Firefly, Alan Tudyk mm-hmm. um, from Firefly, you know, the, what's his name? The pilot. Oh, yeah, Wash. Wash, yeah. Yeah. He's the, he's on it. He's the alien. Yes. Yeah, that so it's great. great. It's, it's, and it's a comedy right mm-hmm. so this is like and it's this kind of dark comedy so right. it really is about him being on this planet and getting to know you know these folks in this small town in order it really <laughs> the whole thing hinges on convincing him not to blow us up which is what he came here to do oh my gosh <laughs> so we were scheduled for annihilation as a species yeah. because they were like earth is awesome but people suck and you're destroying yep. this planet. So other species someplace else were like, you go down there and take care of people, mm-hmm. but that planet is great and we'll live on that planet. That planet is awesome. Right. We just have to get rid of humans. Right, good and call. And then like it was, that plan was foiled, but, and then he started to like make friends and get to know people. And so now, you know, you have like, one, like, like at least one person who knows and it's that it's this interesting relationship he has with her where she's like pretty much advocate she's like advocating for humanity all the time <laughs> like this is and it's hard i'd like to hear those arguments <laughs> and it's a hard sell and you get to watch yeah. her like <laughs> struggle struggle um with it and it's just an it's an interesting dynamic and interesting look at at that but uh they make some points about you know the, you know he could be coming because she doesn't know at first and there is a you know when she finds out it is kind of like this wonder like wondrous thing and then mm-hmm. uh one of the other characters is like he could be a colonizer from the sky you don't know and that is in fact like what <laughs> so this yeah. there's i think it it also plays in that space of like sometimes when we have these you know invasion movies it's either they're here to do to us what we've done to each other right or it's like E.T. <laughs> you know, right. it's like, right? It's like, it's like the other, you know, isn't it, isn't it grand? Can't we be friends? And isn't it wonderful? And it's all like love and friendship. And mm-hmm. this is one of the few things that I've seen that really kind of explores something in the middle. Oh, yeah, that's true. And I'm kind of I'm like, yeah, probably. I know there's so many things streaming everywhere and everybody has mm-hmm. their own platform now. I'm a little annoyed. I know it's out of hand. Like the cable was a problem, but like our fix to it is not a fix. I know. And now it's just like, if you get this, you get all these things. If you get this one, you get, it's like, I'm going to be spending a small fortune paying for it. Like, and then the folks that bundle, I'm like, I don't want those bundled though. (laughs) No, that was what cable was. We didn't like that either. (laughs) So I don't know what that, but I don't have a solution. So I I feel like it's not my place to complain. I Um, also don't have a solution other than entertainment is a public utility now no (laughs) (laughs) we all pay into it it gets made (laughs) that would be interesting that would be an interesting thing um 
if it was just like a government, if it was all just like public access. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, public access streaming services that you can have your horror on. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't. I mean, I feel like the answer is people coming together and bundling. Mm -hmm. But I... I'm for it because you know people want the sports I don't want the sports you get the sports I'll take like my shutter and you know Tubi or whatever but I just wish um... there was like a way to do like a make your own bundle like create your own bundle and like if you get <laughs> if you like they if they were just but then that's like a world where they're all like collaborating and then I don't know if that's like a good world or a bad world <laughs> like... maybe we should go back to something like you have access to literally everything but then you play a subscription fee that allows you so many per month but you can look at whatever you want. Hmm. I don't know how that works licensing wise. I have no idea how people make money with movies, but, or the streaming services in general. <laughs> but, oh, man. I'm not even sure if they do. It's a mess. Like, <laughs> it is kind of a mess. I wish money mm -hmm. didn't exist. And then straight it, up, right? Mm -hmm. Like, cause money, I mean, and it doesn't actually, it's performance art. So yes, it only exists because we say it exists and that's the reason why it exists <laughs> yeah like it does once i learned that like it's not even i yeah it's not backed by anything nope nope <laughs> then i'm like wait what are we doing <laughs> yeah our national debt is just kind of magically there it could be there it could not be there it just depends on if somebody says it is yeah that feels very much like the like that part where you're supposed to clap for tinkerbell that's what yeah, it feels let's like clap for the economy. That's it, that's what it feels like we're doing. Like it's like, do you believe? That's clap and totally she'll be alive. It and it's like, that, you how know. do you stop clapping? I don't want to clap anymore. Yeah, we're all there, like, oh, let's keep Tinkerbell alive because we just can't. We don't have the heart to just let some little cute fairy die. But like, yeah. <laughs> maybe that's what we should do. Is just put like a, a jar over that. Let her yeah. suffocate. Suffocate it. <laughs> This is our solution to the world's problems. <laughs> One down. Kill Tinkerbell. And on that note, thank you so much for. <laughs> yes. We are so at fun. our hour, but so thank yes. you so much for doing this. Um, do you of want course. to like say anything about what you've got coming down the pipeline, where people can find you and your work and your wonderful reviews? When is this Yay. a long-awaited review on the boy too coming? <laughs> I know. I'm hoping to put it out next week. Um, I'm just on Instagram. I'm good, 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 ghosts. It's four g's underscore ghosts um go check out the movies that i have reviewed because there's a lot of good gems in there and if you have any suggestions send me a message and i'd love to watch some weird movies thank you for tuning in to black women are scary if you'd like to support scary black women please leave a rate and review you can also check out our giving levels. Link is in our bio. Tune in at the end of the month for our final Friday episode with our featured author, Alicia McCullough. Till next time. Bye.